Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and we have got such a special treat for you tonight. Joining us is my good friend and prayer warrior for Jesus Christ, Kathy Mahadi. Kathy, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, Lisa. I'm so happy. Oh, I'm happy to be here. And just, we're so blessed to have Kathy back with us. She is no stranger to the Victorious Life. Kathy has overcome cancer, fear, anger, depression, and my goodness, it's been, what, five years five now? Five years, yeah. Five mm -hmm. years since, uh, actually five and a half, right? Since the it was diagnosis. Five, it, it was five years in December. Wow. Yeah. So just about five and a half years since she had gotten a diagnosis, and praise the Lord, you are just healthy as can be today, and you're yes, beautiful. I am. Thank you. <clears throat> so she's overcome a lot, and... It's, tonight we're talking about becoming a fountain of love. Love is so powerful because God is love. And it says in the scripture, in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 2, it says, And if I have pr prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing nothing right Kath That's my right. gosh so Kathy I just I want to dive right in and I want to ask you you know when you were younger yes you lived with a lot of family being around all the time yes. and I remember you telling me that there were a lot of arguments a lot of strife a lot of just you know um, contention and tell us tell us about your upbringing well I was raised in an Italian family where you got together every Sunday with your grandparents and your aunts and your uncles. Yeah. And, and I, I just remember there was always arguments, arguments over mm. every little thing, over who's going to yeah. mow the grass, who's going to do this, who's going to do that. Brothers against brothers, brother-in-law, mm. sister-in-law, my grandparents. And it was hurtful. Yeah. And I, I couldn't understand for the life of me, why are we arguing? How old family. were you around this time? About, about five years old. And then how long did that? Up until my teenage years. Wow. So you, and was it like, like during the week? Was it only on the weekends? Was oh, it just it, all the it, time? It trickled Often. down to the week because we lived in a two-family house. My aunt and uncle and my cousin lived downstairs. My father and my mother and myself and my brother lived upstairs. So we were like one family. Mm -hmm. And it just, it, it just got very stressful because it... I don't know what happened. I, I guess life happened to them. Yeah. The wrong life happened to them. You know? Did they, and I imagine they had really loud voices. Very loud. And you're yelling and screaming. Yeah. And you're just not that way. You are. Oh, I shy, I shy away from arguments. Yeah. I'm, I'm not argumentative. I no. hate, I hate confrontation. Yeah. And I don't know. You're I, very I, much a peacemaker. That's I am. what I've seen from I am. my goodness. You know, I remember when you were going through this stuff five years ago, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, we went to a lot of doctor appointments together and things like that. And I, you know, no calf, uh-uh, consider not, right? And, uh, yeah. but, and the whole point of that is I remember even then just really getting to know you. And I just saw that this woman was so full of peace and love and didn't like confrontations. And so, you know what? So this all happened when you were younger, but then later on, Later in life, mm -hmm. well, because you said it was from five years old into your teens, but even later, you carried a lot of anger, bitterness, unforgiveness in your heart. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about this. 
Well, at that point, I got married at a very young age. I didn't have children until seven years later. Um, my ex-husband and I were like two ships passing through the night. He was mm. busy doing his thing, and I was home alone or either with the kids. Mm -hmm. And then I was very close with my dad, and then I was 24 years old, and my dad died of a heart attack at 54, Ugh. and that crushed me to no oh. end. And right after he passed away, this, this anger just bubbled up in mm. me that I couldn't explain. And so it was like it went from one thing to another, and I just couldn't get rid of that anger. Um, I went to church, but not not regular not regularly. I right. went into a Catholic church, so we weren't in the Word. Right, we weren't in the Word where you're, we're in the Word now. So um, where you're learning about how forgiveness, exactly and all. forgiveness yeah. and love and mm. Jesus, and I'm, you know, we just I just didn't have that. So. Um, and then, and then later on, I, I was getting more angrier and, and more resentful and jealous. And, 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 and you dealt with a lot of fear too. I, oh, a lot of growing fear. Up, I was, right? I had a lot of, yes, I was raised with a lot of fear by my mom. Mm. So I had all this negative emotion, um, carrying in me where it just became, and, and I went to psychics, uh, which was the right? worst thing I could have done. So, you know, what spirit was motivating me at the time so yeah. uh yeah and you got steeped into really the occult with I that did too, right? I did I couldn't go a day without knowing what was happening to me that yeah. that's amazing because yeah. that's exactly what happened right. to me oh my gosh so and I, I wasn't I wasn't going to church so yeah. I was I was in a bad place at that point and then um then I then I became born again when I was 26 27 years old I had my I was pregnant with my first son. How did that happen? How did you get born again? I just met a girl that I started working with, and she said, gee, would you like to come to church with us? And we went to King of Kings in Hackensack, and that's where... A Christian church, yes, non-denominational. Yes, yes, yeah. and that's where I became born again. And in Praise fact, God. I had three miscarriages before my first son, so oh. uh, they prayed over me, and I had my first son if, wow. after two miscarriages well wow. I, had, I had three miscarriages all, all together but anyway mm. um that's how my life was going so um so after your dad and all that and then you still struggled with a lot of fear so I after did. you got born again mm -hmm. you still struggled I with still struggled yeah because and I always say this because if you don't get in you could be saved but if you don't get into the word for yourself then your heart and your mind are constantly in conflict I right. know I should, but, you know, and you're still living in the world, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. like Jesus talks about the seed being thrown on different kinds of ground, but the, the world, you know, if you're living in the world, the right. cares of the world come in and choke the word, and then you're unfruitful, right? right. Your results are... I wasn't discipled. Right. And that's what we need to be is discipled after we're that's born again. That's the truth, yeah. 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 So that's it, what happened. And then years yeah. after I had my children... Children got married, and then I went through another period where, again, anger was brewing up inside of me, and this all this led to breast cancer. Okay. Because I let I let the wrong spirit in me. That that's the whole thing. Now, and we're I gonna we're I, gonna talk yeah. about that a little bit more because not everybody, you know, for you, I know you said yes. you felt that there was an open door there. Yeah, I opened the door. But not everybody, you know, not everyone that comes down with cancer or has some kind of right. physical attack, it is because of personal sin. 
So I just, I want our viewers to know that, you know, that's, right. that's the truth. No, but, this is, this is my story. This right. is not everybody's story. Right. So Kath, we talked a couple weeks ago about, um, there being, um, well, we talked about two kinds of love, mm -hmm. right? Godly love and worldly love. Right. And so talk about the difference. Well, worldly love is conditional love. I'll love you if. Yeah. I'll love you if you do. Mm. I, there's always an I love a you, but, a but or yeah, where, or an if. Right, right. There's oh. a, there's a condition attached to it. But God's love, which is agape love, godly love, that's unconditional. Right. No You'll matter love what. no matter what. Mm. Right. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, he loves you with open arms. You can turn your head at, you know, mm -hmm. you can just turn your back at him for whatever reason, not that you want to, but sometimes these things happen. And he'll just, he'll just welcome you with open arms. And how great is that? It's so awesome. It is. How yeah. great is that? Because the world love is, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. And, and, and you know. Janet Jackson. I, right? <laughs> Right? What have you done for me lately? Yeah, it, no it's good. it's no, it's it's not good, and yeah. It, it's yeah, it's not trust. No, no, you can't trust worldly trust. Worldly love is is you can't trust worldly love. No, no, you it's fleeting. It's it fleeting. Is. So many people, you know, we talk about like serving the Lord because I know that a lot of people want to serve the Lord, mm -hmm. and but they don't do it with a pure heart. You know, it's always, uh, not always, but I'm saying there's a lot of people out there that want to take credit for serving the Lord. Well, you know, I did this or I did that or, you know, just, and that's not serving the Lord at all. No. Right? Talk, talk, talk to us about that. Well, first of all, we can't serve the Lord by works. It's by faith. So. So good. Jesus said, I didn't come to serve i mean i didn't come to be served i came to, to serve. serve we have right? to, we have to serve we have to do for others right. and not what who what are you going to do for me it's what i can do for you you know jesus always did what was pleasing to his father mm -hmm. right even mm -hmm. when his his um his mother and his brothers, you know, came to the door and they said, Jesus, your, your mother and your brothers, you know, they're here. They want to talk to you. And mm -hmm. he turned around and said, who are my brothers and my mother? He said, those who do the will of my father. Exactly. That's, you know, what it means is, is loving one another. Exactly. That's what it means to serve. Like, you know, the, the disciples, the, the apostles, they were, they were arguing or, you know, like who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. And that's when Jesus you know, started washing their feet to show right. them a lesson, right? And to say, love each other, love each other. Feed my flock. Feed my flock, Feed right? My Peter, flock. do you love me? He asked him three, three times, times right. do you love me? Feed my sheep, mm -hmm. right? So, okay, let's get back to strife and unforgiveness for a minute because, again, we know that strife and unforgiveness, the Bible says that it produces uh, all every evil thing, strife, arguments, confusion, right? It's an evil work. It, mm -hmm. it produces every evil thing. And so, again, I said this before, not all attacks of the enemy are due to a personal sin. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned that, you know, in your case, you really felt that there was an open door. What, what was that open door for you? I, I hardened my heart. You harden your heart, meaning 
meaning that I wasn't sensitive anymore. I didn't feel that sensitivity. I didn't feel that compassion. I felt angry. I felt jealous. I felt a little envious because of my circumstance. So I hardened my heart. I didn't like even. And that was even, over a period of time. It was over. It was over a period of time. Yeah. And you know, I still went to the Bible and I would be reading and wasn't getting anything. Mm. My heart was hardened. Your heart was hardened. So That's, your heart is the ground deal. for the seed. Mm. And if the ground Woo! is hardened, how can you plant the seed? Yeah. The seed's not going to plant. That's so good. It's, what what you just said. Right. You remember the if you watched the the video from mm -hmm. I think it was last week or the week before when I talked about your heart being the ground, right? Mm -hmm. And as you plant the seed of God's word in there, that's the only way that you can get rooted and grounded and strong. And I know, I mean, I remember when I met you, you know, face to face that, that first time and you were riddled with fear, you know, and, and the, the fear was just, that is, was the biggest thing. I mean, it was just, it was, it was it, the fear was just, it, it just, it was like strangling you, you know, and, and we had to come against that. And, you know, but Kathy, I'm so proud of you because you really, um, this woman did whatever she had to do to get rooted and grounded in the word. You started reading, you started listening, you know, watching certain, you know, uh, preachers on TV of the word for real, you know, and, and I mean, we would talk all the time and go to breakfast and, you know, just constantly it was the word, the word, the word. And, you know, I mean, you also had a fear of dying yes, because of your parents and your mom and, you know, just, um, I mean, how did you overcome that? Well, reading the word. Yeah. God changed my heart. Praise God. Yeah. You've got to be, you have to be in the word every day. You have to feed your spirit. If you don't feed your spirit, you wilt. If you don't feed your body, you wilt. You become, you wilt. If, if you don't feed your body, you, be, you become weak. So the way we so eat food true. to keep our body strong we got to get into the word every day and it's and it's the word mm -hmm. it's the word that changes your heart it's that's the right. it with jesus living in us that's that's who's doing the love through us it's jesus it's not it. us yeah yeah you're because, right because if we try on our own strength we go back to the conditional yeah. way of living and yeah. here's another thing is this just was coming to me take notice that if you are not in the word for a few days in a row you start getting out of faith. You start letting the things of the world in and mm -hmm. it can easily take over, right? Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you just said, you have to constantly be feeding, feeding, feeding on the word, feed your spirit. And then it will also, you know, translate to your mind, mm -hmm. which will then translate to your body, right? And the more you're feeding on God's word, the stronger, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're allowing Christ in you to live through you and then the Holy Spirit can speak to your mind more clearly and you'll be able to receive you know what you otherwise wouldn't if you're not feeding on the right. word and that's where I got the analogy of, of the fountain through Gloria Copeland oh that, let's that I, I will wait that's my next question yeah. this is so good you know the topic of tonight's um, broadcast is becoming a fountain of love Kathy, what is the fountain of love? What is the fountain of love? The fountain of love is where... Picture. As, picture a fountain. And this fountain is flowing with all this water at high speed. 
Now, if you were to take trash and try and throw it out that fountain, because of it being so powerful and so full and so and so rapidly going, mm -hmm. you could you could throw garbage at it and it's going to bounce back. It can't it can't penetrate the nope. fountain. No, nope. I love that. Well, the analogy is is that if we are filled with God's word and we become yeah. a powerhouse of love yeah. along with the other fruits of the spirit, no matter what the enemy tries to throw at you, it has to ricochet off you. It can't enter in. Nope. It, so that's it. why it's important to be in the word every day because as you're in that word, that fountain of love becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. And the cares of this life that the enemy tries to flow, throw at us it can't penetrate us. It's gonna bounce. It's gonna bounce right back off of us. It's so, so that's good. why it's important to especially uh, feed yourself with scriptures of you know that have love in it. Yes. First Corinthians thirteen. <clears throat> yeah, is the powerhouse of love. Yes, that's what it is. And then of course, where you know the Bible says like think on things that are lovely and of good report and exactly. true. Don't focus. Listen, offenses they're gonna come, oh. but jesus said but woe to you know those those who are get offended like don't but woe to them by who offense comes like don't let offense in your heart that's where die to self mm -hmm. comes in if you die to self you stay in the word listen it's not always easy okay but it will produce fruit that will last mm -hmm. and you will be pleasing your Father, you will be pleasing the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, right? Grieve not the Holy Spirit. Right. And, you know, I was thinking about how with what Jesus went through, there's nothing, nothing, no thing that we could ever go through that he didn't go through. No. For real. I mean, he took the entire sin of the whole world, every sickness, every sin, every everything in, in his own body, and he was the sinless one. I'm just saying, you know, talk about fountain of love. All of that paid, you know, with those stripes on his back. Mm. Why? So you could be made whole, so you could be healed. And I'm telling you, if you're struggling with any kind of sickness or disease, just think about what Jesus did for you. Imagine, you know, I think too, like how, um, if you think about sickness or disease and how people waste away mm -hmm. from it, think about Jesus on that cross. He took it all, every, every, every sin, every sickness in his own body. And the Bible says he was unrecognizable. And what did he say in the end? Father, forgive them, for they know not. Right, they don't so know what they're doing. They, they don't know what they're doing. So through, through all that pain, yeah. Yeah. he forgave. Whoa. He forgave. That is the ultimate. He forgave. He forgave. And so if there's someone in your life that you think you can't forgive. You can. <sighs> you can forgive. They don't know what they're doing. doing. You can't forgive them. You know, or and it could be on your end. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, and, and, you know, if it's something that you've done and you know you've hurt somebody, you know what? Even if you think that they wouldn't accept your forgiveness, go and tell them you're sorry. Don't let pride keep you out of the blessings of God. Don't keep, don't let pride keep you in agreement where the enemy, where there's an open door. Don't do that. Because you're only hurting yourself thereby. And there's people that love you, your family members, you know, in the end, they could be hurt too. 
right? It's, yeah. it's this whole becoming love. Kathy, I'll tell you, you know, a lot of us have assignments in the body of Christ, right? And I, I'm just saying, you know, I know for me personally, you know, God told me back in 2008 that my assignment in the body of Christ was to uh, spread the good news, be a light in the dark places, and help the multitudes to live in victory. That is my calling. That's my assignment. And so I, I'm focused, you know, it seems more on healing than anything, but that is part of, you know, teaching, preaching, healing. That's what Jesus did. But love, when I look at you, mm -hmm. I see that Kathy's, you know, assignment from the Lord, it's just demonstrating love everywhere you go. And and I know that, you know, I've said that you would be a pillar for your family and mm -hmm. you are, and mm -hmm. you have been, mm -hmm. you know, because when your family sees you consistently displaying love, there that seed is constantly planted and you don't even know the effect that you, <gasps> whoa, okay, okay, sorry, <laughs> live on Facebook. That was a bug. I thought it was a bee. That tried to attack that me. That tried to attack. <laughs> it just came in between us. Okay. But I forgive you. <laughs> you know what? It's stunned and it's not moving right now. Mm -hmm. I don't, I saw it on you. I'm like, no. <laughs> so in any event, we're going to keep going. So pray that was, that was crazy. It was. Praise the Lord. It's right here on, on my, on my notes. Anyway, I won't show it to you. I thought it was a bee. And I'm like, how did a bee get in this house? I don't know what that is. Do you know? Well, it was 75 degrees today, so. <laughs> yeah, something got in. So anyway, praise the Lord. Where was I with this? Oh, about that just forgiveness and how when you are consistent in your family and, you know, around people and you're, you're consistent, you are going to plant seeds in them that are actually going to help to transform mm -hmm. them. Yes. I'm telling you, they will look to you for wisdom, for advice. And, you know, it's not like, how do I say this? If someone is not a believer, um, you know, it's really good to say to them, listen, you know, you just show them godly wisdom and you love on them and you say, listen, this is what can help you for real. Mm -hmm. You're not rah, coming down on them, but you're showing them from the word, you know, maybe open up to words that Jesus said and, and you know if they're like oh I don't want to know Jesus I don't you know whatever what you need to say to them is listen he loves you he's real he loves you how do you know he's real because he lives in me and I used to be different and you don't have to you know go into a whole dissertation but you just tell him right be the light Amanda said exactly be the light shine your light everywhere you go the love of Jesus you know and and explain to them god loves you how do i know because he sent jesus mm -hmm. to pay for the sins to, to to with his own blood like paint a picture he took the sin of the whole oh this thing's crawling toward me again just crush it <laughs> no i like i don't play i don't <laughs> want to kill anything oh my goodness so in any event i don't want to kill it and oh my goodness you know as you as you as you're in Not the word every kill. day mm -hmm. and you're really allowing the Holy Spirit to really get in there. As you do this every day, the things that used to bother you don't bother you anymore. There, because that's he's, a great he's point. filling you with his love. They he's, bounce off. They just bounce off. You don't get just, offended so no, easily anymore. No. Right. And I, that's what that's what I have experienced. Yeah. I definitely have experienced. <laughs> this is I'm sorry you guys, but this is 
This, this is funny. This is different tonight. This little Lisa. bug. No, Kev, I'm not going to kill it. All right, you stay put. Okay, I need to just keep him put until... You know what? We're going to get... Those of you who are not saved, I'm sorry. We have five minutes left, and I'm going to throw this bug outside. But with love. The, with love. I'm loving on this bug. Oh, she is. She is loving on this bug. I am. I can't kill it. So in any event, if you have not received Jesus... Someone said, I say, help Holy Spirit. Exactly. Yes. You pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit will show you. He'll reveal to you, but he's not going to speak to you apart from his word. Right. In other words, if you feel that God is saying something to you, then Google part of whatever he said to you and let the scripture come mm -hmm. up if you're not sure where it is. And if you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life, you can do that right now. Sorry, this bug. Um, uh, you can do that right now. Just mean it with your whole heart and repeat after me and just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And remember, if you already have the spirit of Christ in you, you are a saint. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Lord, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Teach me your ways. I want to be on fire for you. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins, and I know that you paid for my sins, and I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You're alive now, and you live forever. Lord Jesus, I thank you, and I receive you as my Lord and Savior from this moment on for the rest of my life. I thank you, and I praise you, Lord. Help me to live for you. In your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Welcome to the family of God. Now get in the word of God. Get in the word because if you don't, I'm sorry, this bug is, it's, anyway, I'm so sorry here. Holy. Okay, wait, I got to stop him in his tracks. Okay, not killing him. I'm going to put him outside. That is the craziest thing ever. So anyway, welcome to the family of God. Make sure that you seriously forgive anyone that you need to forgive and make sure that you accept forgiveness. If you know, you know what? Even if they don't ask for forgiveness, forgive them anyway so you can be set free from any captivity. You don't want to be in bondage because anything that you say or do that's contrary that's right. to God's word will keep you in bondage it will don't do that and let me say this because one one lady wrote that you know she about forgiving her friend but she has to separate herself and that's okay you can't separate yes, yourself yes you don't you don't need you don't need to be friends meaning you don't need to pal around with her but you must forgive her yes because that's a command yes the command is to love and mm -hmm. to forgive yes and that's it that's and you're it. really releasing yourself yes you're Any releasing, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They can't, it can't bother you anymore. Nope. And that's how you'll know if you've really, truly forgiven. If you walk into a room and you see that person and you're not like, Ugh, you know, you've really forgiven. If you still are, you got work to do. Exactly. You don't want to partner with the enemy nope. in any area of your life. No access, no open doors. Not All even right? a crack. No, not a not crack. Not even a crack. Nothing. Because if he can get a crack, he'll take more. Exactly. And you will have given him that legal access. So anyway, 
We just love you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Kathy, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Well, thank you. She is such a blessing. <laughs> Remember, become that fountain of love. Think of that fountain of water. You throw anything at it. Boom, boom. It's just going to bounce off. It's not going to stick. Nothing can stick. So anyway, someone said, I have work to do. We all, all are a work. work to do. Yeah, we're all a work in progress. So just know that and just go forward. Let Christ live through you. All right, we love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. And we will talk again soon. All right, good night. Good night. <laughs>